Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, and today I have Wren Robbins back with me. Yay! Thanks for joining us again, Wren. Absolutely. Glad to be here. And so today, Wren is going to share a little bit more about her stories that she has about traditions that she does with her family and just slowing down for the holidays. And so I'm really excited to just kind of have a mellow December podcast like we don't have to share we did our 12 days of Christmas and so this is just going to be talking about slowing down maybe you're traveling right now to your family or something like that and you're just checking this out or you're you've been to the grocery store and you're on your way home from getting stuff for Christmas dinner or something like that but we're really glad that you're here with us today I told Ren I messed up last last week and I did not ask her the fun questions that I love to ask people. And so in light of that, I'm going to do it today instead. So our first question for Ren is, Ren, do you prefer to cook or do you prefer to eat out? Definitely eat out. No questions asked. <laughs> I do not like to cook. Do you have like a favorite place or type of food? Um, Definitely. Mexican food, definitely. Can't but go wrong. No, you can't. You can't, definitely. Okay. Where do you like to have your quiet time? Mm, there is this chair <laughs> in my den that is my chair. And I have my Bible and my prayer journal right beside it on the table. It stays out. And that's where I do it every day. And I love it. Perfect. Okay. If you could meet one person and spend the day with them, who would it be? Mm. I have thought about this just for a few minutes, and I think I would want to re-meet my grandfather. He passed away when I was 17, about two weeks after I graduated high school. And, you know, you really learn about yourself more when you're in your 20s and then 30s, and then now I'm 41. So I would really love to spend the day with him. That would be really cool. I would I would say that that would be me too. It's hard to lose your grandparents and not really get to know them in your adulthood. Yeah, you know? it is. Okay, what about this? What if your husband was like, okay, Ren, just get away for an hour, have some time to yourself, just not to think, but just to just have some fun getaway time. Where would you go? What store? Oh, I would go to probably Marshall's. I would go to Marshall's, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, something like that. Yeah. That is where I love <laughs> to go. Great places. You find <laughs> lots of great deals that you really don't need. That's right. But they're good deals, so you buy them anyway. That's right. Okay. Are you a list maker or a paragraph maker? Like when you're prepping for podcasts, are you like, a list girl, or are you writing out little, like, paragraphs here and there? Definitely list so I can cross it off. <laughs> Just writing the list so that you can cross it off. Yes, <laughs> right? yes. I'm a list Love maker, it. too. Yeah, like, definitely. Grocery list and professional list. Doesn't yes. Matter. Okay, what about this? Are you chocolate or sour candy? Mm, I would say I was I was uh, sour candy as I was growing up as a kid. Now I'm chocolate, totally, all the way. 
<laughs> I'm still sour candy, How and you? I'm like a little kid because my kids <laughs> bring home stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, can I have Ooh, some?" Let me have that. Let me check that out for you. <laughs> I'm like, I should probably get over that, but whatever. <laughs> okay, do you fold the laundry right when it comes out hot, or do you let it sit up for a few days? I do not fold it now. What I will do when it's hot, I will put it in the laundry basket. Now, the basket might sit on my counter for a few days, but at least it gets in the basket, right? That's that's an accomplishment. <laughs> that's so I then do you like wrinkle release it or are you an iron person? Oh, no. I, I, I don't know. My son, when he was younger, he would, I had a, I saw an ironing board at my mom's house and he goes, what's this? I was like, exactly, buddy. We don't know what that is at our, our generation house. just, we're not good <laughs> at it, are we? I pull it out and then lay it and hang it up yeah, right away. I'm just like, eh, we'll wrinkle release that later. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. So that makes me feel good about myself too because oh, I'm like the same way. Laundry is like my least favorite. Yeah. Okay. So those are some fun questions to get to know Ren better today. And talking about just everyday chores and things like we were just asking her and those questions about laundry and all the things, add onto the pile for December, right? With the shopping and the everything that you have to do. And I found this quote, and when I read it to Ren, she has a set of the Profound Truth cards. She was like, oh, my word, yes. Because that is the response I feel like any mom would give to this quote. Dr. Rogers said... There's enough time in every day to gracefully do everything that God wants you to. I was so convicted by that quote. I was like, oh, my word. When I read that, like even a few months ago, I was like, oh, I need to save that for December, for Mm -hmm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. Because there's so much going on in our everyday lives as moms, but then add on everything with the holidays I just thought, wow, that's a really convicting statement because here we are trying to talk about slowing down for the holidays and the list of things to do is it's being added to. And so I have this other quote that I wanted to read you from Dr. Rogers as well. But before I do, this is something that was a part of our printable nativity that I shared about last week. It says, Christmas time is here. All the shopping, the meal planning, making arrangements for travels or for guests coming to stay are in full motion. Somewhere in the middle of making all our lists and checking them twice, we can easily forget that Christmas is about Jesus. Dr. Rogers said, did you get anything for Jesus this year? Was he on your Christmas list? You know it is his birth it is his birthday we are celebrating. What could we give him? We all seem to struggle with this at Christmas and end up overlooking Jesus on the very day we celebrate his coming. We get busy at church or in the kitchen or under the tree and we fail to consider our Lord and Savior. We don't mean to or choose to or want to, but we get so busy with the celebration itself that we sometimes forget whom we're celebrating. This year, what can we give Jesus? What would he want? And so I shared that with Ren like a few a few weeks ago, and I said, this is really convicting to me to go with that quote about there's enough time to do everything that God wants you to. And I know that he would want us to slow down and honor him and honor his 
traditions at Christmas. And so today I've asked Wren to share with us just some stories that she has personally learned this year about rest in the pandemic. I feel like even if you don't like to rest, you've been forced to learn how to do that or at least spend time by yourself more than normal. And just how you'll take that into Christmas and maybe share some traditions of how her family tries to be intentional and slow down in this month. So, Ren, thank you so much for being willing to share with us on this topic that I know will grip a lot of mom's hearts. It grips mine and convicts me. So I'm going to let Ren share what she has for us today. Well, I'm so excited to be here again. This was so fun talking about the 12 days of an intentional Christmas last week. And so I'm really excited about talking a little bit more about slowing down, pressing pause, and really resting um, in the Lord. And so um, this is kind of a funny story because, you know, last year in 2019, we would have no clue of what was ahead. We would have (laughs) no clue, you know. And so I listened to things that... Um, you know, were happening in 2019, and we just would have no clue. But um, last year, around this time last year, I started thinking about what my word of the year is going to be. And I have a word every year, and it might be, you know, peace, or it might be, um, you know, uh, joy, or uh, something that I really know that God wants to do or work in my heart for the next year. And so last year I came up with the word, and it's so me to do this because everybody's like, what is that word? What does it even mean? (laughs) But it's withness. So it's as you are with someone or something and to be present. So it's really more about being present. Um, And so when I picked that word, this was really funny because in January, I was on Voxer with a friend. Voxer is like a walkie-talkie app, which is super fun. Um, It's so fun. (laughs) She made me get it. I was like, you got to get it. It's so great. It's so fun. Catch up with friends. Um, That and Marco Polo has been like a lifesaver during this pandemic. But um, she messaged me one day. She goes, okay, Ren, what's your word of the year? What's your word for 2020? And I was like, oh, it's withness. I know it sounds weird, but, you know, it's about being with our family and being you know, with um, others and wherever you are being present. She goes, oh, this is so cool. Mine is about being present. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, hers was presence. And um, a word that we actually uh, know. And so (laughs) it was funny about a few months later, well, really in March, when everything started shutting down and everything, we heard about the pandemic coming and all that. Um, she messaged me and was like, Ren, are you just giggling at what our words of the year for 2020 were? And I was like, absolutely, I'm dying over here. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, withness. But it's really neat because that is really what God wanted of me and wanted from a lot of us is to, you know, be with our families, to be with our spouses, to be with God, you yes. know, for him to be present with us no matter what we were walking through, no matter, you know, this is something that, you know, we as Americans have never walked through. I mean, this is something that, you know, church um, directors, church leaders, pastors have not walked through. And I've just been so encouraged by, you know that from your husband, you know, I've been so encouraged by seeing the body of Christ and seeing our churches at work and providing things for the kids and providing things to um, you know, as in videos and things like our church has done an amazing thing. And so I'm so grateful for the body of Christ during this time and those in ministry and um, 
of really feeding their flock. You know, during this time, it's been so, you know, everybody says, don't say unprecedented, but it has been. And so, um, you know, at that point in March, I remember we were going to a safari park. Yes. (laughs) People have been there. It's so fun. And um, I don't know where it is, in Humboldt or something? Yeah, it's in between here and Jackson, Tennessee. Okay, okay. And they, I mean, like, you literally feed the animals. You roll your windows down, and they, like— They come up to your car, yeah. It's like— We went one time. It's fun. It's super fun. Even young kids and ostriches put their head in your (laughs) car. I mean, it's a mess. But anyway, it's so fun. But I remember we were there with my parents in March because it was my mom's birthday. We were doing that, going to Casey Jones for lunch, and that was when we found out that schools were starting to close just for a couple weeks, They said, you know, which is what we all thought at that time. And and I just remember thinking, okay, this is— new. This is different. Um, But then, you know, it forced us all to slow down. It forced us, like you said earlier, um, which wasn't a bad thing, you know. And so, you know, I had to kind of step back and say, you know, what does rest look like? What is rest? You know, God created rest. So we know uh, that he did. And there's uh, so many different terms of rest in the Bible. I mean, I think about Matthew 11 when um, he's talking about um, take my yoke upon you for my burden is easy and light. Um, And so there's a lot of talk of rest. God created rest. And I um, really felt the Lord calling me on my podcast this past summer to have a health and wellness series, not just um, um, physical health and wellness, but spiritual health and mental health. And um, I even called one of them parenting health, you know, how we are to be parenting in a healthy way, even when we're dealing with a lot of things and stress from this. And um, I had a guest on my podcast, and I'm reading her book right now, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, and she said, rest is an opportunity to put back in order anything that is shifted out of alignment with God's best. Wow, that's a great quote. And so I was thinking, you know, I have just learned so much about rest. And it's funny, right about mm, maybe it was June or July, I really put in my prayer journal something about rest. I don't know what behooved me to say that because we've all been at home. and um, But, you know, really, rest is not just sitting on the couch. You know, rest is not just sleeping. It goes a lot further than that. What gives you joy? What is um, restful for you when you are, you know, I, I when you are um, going throughout your day. And I can feel when I'm not restful. I'll tell you that. You <laughs> yes. know, when I get off of social media, sometimes if I've been on Facebook too long, I do not feel rested at no, all. No. And so I was thinking this. I asked my son last night. I said, um, I said, Easton, what does rest mean to you? Like the word rest. And I love hearing a kid's perspective, seven-year-old's perspective, oh, right? Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> they'll tell you the truth, <laughs> yeah. um, whether it hurts or not. And uh, he said, oh, it's um, it's pause. Uh, wait, what did he say? He said, it's quiet. It's uh, and he I, th- I think he said pausing or just not doing anything because he's taking piano. And so a rest in music is an interval of silence in the piece of music. Yeah. And so I was like, OK, it's quiet. And I was like, all right. And when I interviewed Dr. Smith on my podcast, and we were talking about rest. She said um, everybody should take five minutes a day and not have any noise and just be quiet. And I was like, oh, wouldn't that be perfect for us in December to do? Set the timer. We have five minutes. We really do. You know, oh, we talk yeah. about purposeful and intentionality, and we all have five minutes. And so 
I have really started, I'm not an expert at this at any, by any means, but taking five minutes just to be, ah, just rest and nothing, no phones, no music, no TV, no reading, no anything. And so I think that's a really practical thing we can do that's in a great December idea. Yeah. for that. I'm convicted already. <laughs> well, me too. I mean, it's <laughs> preaching to myself for sure. Um, and, you know, we talk about, you know, taking this rest into our Christmas, into December, um, and really trying to integrate rest in a daily aspect. I mean, that's where it is. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping at night. I'm sleeping, you know, seven hours. I'm good or whatever. But I've really had to figure out what is restful for me. It's reading a book, sitting there reading a book outside, nature, getting out, taking a walk. That's been really helpful. Of course, in December, it's hard to do that because it's super cold. Right. Usually in most places. But um, find out what rest means to you, definitely the intervals of silence is definitely what we need. Um, but there's also something that um, we do every night, and this can be for moms out there, and y'all probably do this. I know you probably do this, Mallory, but um, we do high-low buffalo. So it's you tell something that has happened in your day that was high, that was great, something that was low, that wasn't, wasn't so great. And then buffalo is um, something in your day that was unexpected or something. I don't even know why they say buffalo. It's just, it rhymes <laughs> with low, right? Yeah. Um, but it's something that you can have your kids say back to you. And that's a really good thing for them to process, to be, be able to verbally process what's going on with them, regardless if they went to school in a school setting or if they're homeschooling with you. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and it's not bad for us as adults to do that. I mean, I've asked my husband, sometimes we'll do it at the dinner table. My son's like, no, we have to do it, you know, bedtime routine we talked about last week. He's yes. like, no, we have to do it at bedtime. Like, that's in the routine. I'm like, okay. Um, but sometimes I'll even ask uh, my husband Jim that. And I think that's really good that we can, you know, verbalize our feelings. So that's something practical we can do. But in taking this intention of intentional rest into Christmas, you know, pick one tradition that you have that you want to do with yourself. So one tradition you want to do yourself. And so my tradition is to read The Greatest Gift by Anne Voskamp. I mentioned last week, such a great book. It's a devotional book, but it really, um, it just meets me right where I, I am. And it, it points us to Jesus. This book is amazing. And so I do that. That is my December intentional, uh, really tradition for myself is I go through that every day. Now, if I miss a day, I just catch up the next day and then I might push it to December 26th. You know, if it goes past one day, it's fine. But it really prepares my heart for Advent and for um, Christmas. And so that's something I would encourage y'all to do is, is to have a tradition for yourself that you do. Um, and then carry on that tradition with your kids and with your family and what we do. There are so many ideas. We gave y'all a bunch of ideas last week, um, practical ideas. But the one thing that we do is we want to focus our time um, on the Lord and what He wants us. Yes, slowing down is so important. Um, and it takes intentionality on our part as, as moms and dads to do that. But the tradition that we do with um, our family is we do the Jesse tree. The Jesse tree is a, um, a long time ago somebody created, I don't even know who created it, but there are different ornaments for each year. So one year I went to a party where everybody made, anyway, that's that's a whole nother thing. But <laughs> there are some online that you can print out, but you attach a ribbon to it. You hang it on your tree one a day. You have 25 ornaments. 
and then you use uh, the Jesus Storybook Bible or you use um, the kids version of The Greatest Gift by Ann Voskamp and you have a specific small tree you call the Jesse tree and each one of those ornaments um, will take you from take your kids and you from Genesis to Revelation and it's the whole story of the Bible. I love that. And it is incredible and I've seen so many things. We started it I think when my son was three. Now, is he going to get everything at three? No, but we do it. It's all about repetition, repetition. So we do it every year. And so that's something that he looks forward to. And we have a tree that, I mean, it's a miniature tree, but we can do it. We actually, I think last year put it in his room because he really took ownership of that. And we would read a scripture from that story and it's neat. I mean, like the one that I think I made to take to that party, everybody made 25 of that same ornament. And then you have 25 people to, to come or whatever. Um, not 25. That's a great idea, pre-pandemic, it's, right? You, I, and <laughs> let me tell you, I pre, uh, I made, um, I got some fish, a, a whale white, uh, a whale cutout, wooden uh-huh. cutout from Hobby Lobby, um, and then spray painted it, put eyes on it, and put a thing, and I was Jonah and the whale. That was our sto- my story that I had. Gotcha. Right, yeah. but it, you can do these. Like, on, if you get on Pinterest and type in Jesse tree ornaments, there are paper ones you can print out, cut out, put on the tree. So you don't have to do the whole, like, make your ornaments and have a party and all that. I'm so glad I did, though. I really am. I look back and say, thank you, Lord, because then now I can um, – have these to pass on yeah, to him. Yeah, you use them every family. year. We use them every year. Might be worth putting in the time I for it so. to use. So that's something that we do with our family. Yes, there's, uh, you know, going to look at Christmas lights. I heard somebody saying connecting Christmas lights by saying Jesus is the light of the world. You know, that's what light does in the darkness. Like it shows light. Like, so there's so many practical things you can do. You know, simple things like going to look at Christmas lights. That's what we did when I was growing up. Um, And so there are some things, but don't get so overwhelmed by doing all the things. You know, that's the thing about it is that pretend you have a glass jar, a glass jar, a mental glass jar, and you want to put in there things that you, um, the priorities that you have in your life. Put in there that the things that are most important first, because if you start putting all the other things, you know, that are great, good things. But if you don't put the things that are priorities for you, intentionality with your walk with Jesus, with you know, spending time in prayer, spending time in his word, and spending time passing that on to your kids, mm. then it's going to get shoved out. It really will. I started I started planning this month of um, discipling my child, uh, my son, with uh, like writing in my calendar. Like, hey, go over this Bible verse. Because if I don't write it down, I'm not going to do it. Right. I just, yeah, it's out absolutely. of out of mind. And so there have been things that I've done this month that I've really been encouraged by. So I'm going to do that for December. So get your calendar out, write down the things you want to do. Yes, in, make cookies with your kids. Yes, um, give those out. Yes, go, uh, you know, look at Christmas lights, but try to really think about how you can connect it with scripture, how you can connect it to Jesus during that. this time. Yeah, so those great. are some of the traditions that I, um, you know, that, that we're going to do this year. That's really cool. I love all of those. There's some great suggestions there. And I mean, Kids, they thrive on traditions or like knowing a schedule. Like you're saying, your son's like, Mom, we have to do that at bedtime. Mine do that too. I mean, I, I would guess yours do that as well out there. So if there's something that they know they can get excited about like every year mm-hmm. to do, 
it will really begin to stick with them. And maybe they'll even carry it down and do it with their kids. Yes. I love traditions. I think I that too. they're great. I love hearing people's. So thank you for sharing those with us today. Yeah. I think there are some great ones there. Um, and if you want to know um, any more details about some of the stuff that she shared about like the Jesse tree or the greatest gift. That is a beautiful book. It She's is. a really good writer. Mm-hmm. And um, just some of the scriptures she shared or just the ideas. I'm going to put those all in the show notes because she had a lot of good, good stuff for us today. I really appreciate all of that. I'm, I'm convicted. I'm inspired. So thank you, Ren, for Absolutely. that. I really appreciate you just being vulnerable and sharing with us. And I think we all find ourselves in those that place where we've had to learn about rest, even if we didn't want to this year. So (laughs) 2020 has been one for the books for everybody. (laughs) But just use December to turn it positive, end it well, and and do what you need to do to rest and be intentional with your family, right? So thank you for joining us today, Ren. You need to go and check out her podcast, Friends of a Feather, and you can follow her everywhere at wrenrobbins.com. You can find us on Facebook at Friends of a Feather Podcast and on Instagram as well. Okay, perfect. So go do that. Check out Wren and all of her great resources. She is way beyond me in the podcast world, and I have learned so much from her and learned more from her even today so thank you for joining us and be sure and check out our uh, christmas nativity printable we talked about last week and our new book casting of the flowers that's coming out um actually it's already out um so you can get that for christmas it's a good stocking stuffer idea and you can find that on faithful31moms.com or our facebook or instagram faithful31moms And also on Love Worth Finding social media, those Christmas printables and resources will be available as well. I hope that everybody has a merry, merry Christmas and that you can just breathe today and know that you have been challenged and convicted and just encouraged to slow down and rest and enjoy this Christmas holiday that the Lord has given to us. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the new year. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com for all interview show notes and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's Faithful31Moms.com.